the Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is <laughs> Alex J. And with me is my gorgeous co-host, Beck Charwood. This is the podcast where we watch all of the movies dudes have told us we have to see. Yes. This week is a part tour. Yes. Um, which is no one's ever called it that, ever. <laughs> if you see that new sequel, it's a part, part tour. tour. Or a sequel, um, yeah. as they say in the biz, mm. um, of Kill Bill Volume 2, following on from last week's episode with Dove Anthony. Anthony. I don't know why I cannot say words correctly today. Um, I can't hold things correctly. I'm dropping shit all over the place. Yeah, literally when we got out of your car, you dropped like three, three things, things in, in a row. row. Like one after the other, like a quick 10 second break and then something else was on the ground. It's like we're playing a game of two up. You're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I have a gambling problem. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> but before we get into that, we've yes. got to do our little rambles at the start. Alexia, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm okay. Look, honestly. Talk I, to me. The, Talk to me. I'm going to take my headphones off because I'm angry. All right. She's getting real. Okay. Mercury is not even in retrograde mm-hmm. and everyone is choosing violence right now. Okay. In What is going on? Okay. So what? Give me some examples. Okay, just people like uh, picking like little fights. Oh, and, you like, mean like day to day? Day to day. I thought you meant like no. globally, like world uh, economics and no. politics and stuff. And that's that. That's where you got the blank look on my face because uh, I have no idea. No, I neither. <laughs> I would never bring that into. Thank it. you. That's just more confused Mm-mm. than anything. Never bringing facts or information here. Don't you worry yes, about yes, it. Yes. Oh yeah, day to day. Yeah, everyone's on fucking edge lately. Snarky, particularly. Okay, this is myself included. <laughs> In particular, my goddamn hairdressers. <laughs> These <laughs> assholes. If you've listened to our Holes Patreon episode, yes. you know that this has been an ongoing psych. If you listen to uh, which episode was it with Demi Lardner? Oh, yeah. We- that was the alien one. Yes. Yep. I also besmirched them in yes. that one as well. And I've given them so many chances. Oh, it's just too many chances I, at this point. To not fuck this up. And they've never fucked up the hair. It's the service attitude and cost of cost, it yep. that is bugging me. So I went in this week for just a colour and a fringe trim. Okay. All right? Standard price for that, $170. Sure. If you dropped your jaw at that, you're a man. You're a man. <laughs> and that's Okay. Go and find your nearest female. Tell them the price I just told you and watch them. dollars for a cut and color. They'd actually be like, yeah, that's pretty standard. That's pretty cheap. If anything, I, I'd want to keep going back there too and making it work. Because mm. it's pretty, pretty – that's a good price. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I don't get a cut because literally it's too expensive and I have no hair, so I just do it at this home. This is a fringe just, trim. Yeah. All over dye and a fringe trim. Okay. Yeah. Insanity. So it's not – that much. Yeah, there's not a cut. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. So anyway, it was uh, my, I was going to my birthday party mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, I'll get like a uh, blow dry. And mm-hmm. usually at the end after they do this, they're like, oh, would you like us to blow dry it? And I'm like, no, don't worry yeah. about it. And sure. I go off on my way. And I'll, I'll do it at home or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, after this, I'll just, when they ask for a blow dry, I'll be like, yeah, I'd love one. Yeah. Let's go for it. Because I've got something on tonight. Mm-hmm. Nice. Why not? Treat myself. I've always, you know, not gotten my bang for buck. Sure. It's about time. I validated it. Exactly. So anyway, I get the little blood dry. They do some like little curls. It takes them like 15 minutes mm-hmm. just with a strainer. Just. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to pay. Okay. So 
previously this cost you $170. Yes. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. The man looks me straight in the eyeballs <gasps> and says, that will be $385. What? What? $385. Almost $400. Yeah. To get your roots dyed. No, mm. t- like no bleaching, no balayage, like nothing, nothing like that. Not a foil roots inside. Tinted and a fringe trim, yeah. which takes two minutes. Mm-hmm. Snip, 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 done. And a blow dry for f- almost 400 Yeah. Just under two weeks. Was he joking? Was this like a ha 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 ha? No, I was ha 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 that he was throwing out into the universe. Immediately infuriated. Also because I didn't have that much money in my bank account. No, why would you? I don't know. Why would you possibly? Why would you possibly prepare for that? Right. I was like, I can't even pay. So I just like, sorry. Can you just explain to me? I was like, three hundred and eighty-five dollars. He was like, yep. So like for the color, the fringe trim. Double down on it. Yes. He started explaining. And I was like, so you're telling me it's $215 for a 15-minute blow-dry. And he's like, oh, sorry, were you not aware that the blow-dry costs more? And I was like, well, yeah. No. Well, it does, but like $20 more, but they 30 always, but if they that. always offer it for th- free when I go. Oh, they offer it for free? Yeah. See, that's good. And that. Anyway. Assholes. So I was just what like. Happened? Oh, well, I honestly, I was a little bit rude. Good. And I was like, no, I didn't know it cost more. Which, not being rude, it's honest. I was That's, like, I didn't yeah. know it was going to cost more. You should probably let people know that you're running a tab as you go along. Yeah, that you are literally going to reap me of all of my gold <gasps> if you just do some twiddly Ds with a straightener around my head. But what, he... It doesn't pos- It doesn't possibly cost two hundred no. extra dollars. I th- this thing. I think he misquoted. But then when he doubled down, I was like, no, you get no mercy now. <sighs> yeah. How old was he? He was like twenty something. Okay. But anyway, he's got so- that twenty something confidence, and he doesn't like it to be shaken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, eventually they were like, oh, okay, well next time, just so you know, but you can pay one hundred and seventy. And I was like, don't give me that attitude. Just I, so you know, yeah, you can't, you can't. Mm. Like this is this is too many this times is, now. Yeah. You have to cut ties. I'm breaking up with them. I need you to break up with <laughs> them. <laughs> I really need you to. This yeah. is ridiculous. You're not being treated well, and you deserve so much better. No, but it's also kind of my fault because if you look at the <gasps> reviews, no, no. I know it sounds How like dare you victim blame yourself. I, no, it doesn't. Like, but if you look online and you look at the reviews, you're like. Yeah, obviously these okay. people are awful. These people suck at quite well yeah. to suck. Okay. Yeah. I was arrogant. Maybe oh, I'm I different. Can them. I'm not like these other people that got swindled. I'm oh my special. God, it's literally an abusive relationship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was that bitch. So anyway, that's and a very turns out everyone can be swindled at yeah. some point or other. Yeah. Speaking of swindled. Yes. I'll go next, but what have you watched okay. this week? What have I watched this week? Mm-hmm. I have what? Oh, I have gotten into the new season of Queer Eye. <gasps> uh, have you seen? No, I haven't watched it yet. I was ne- I've never watched a lot of Queer Eye, to be honest. But mm. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. I'm on a chair that just doesn't stay up. <laughs> if you're watching on the Patreon, you've just seen Alex just go up and down on this chair that will not stay. 
up. Meanwhile, it does if I sit right on the edge of it. So that's but you got to get comfy. I know. This is like, I look a whole foot shorter than her in the video because <laughs> I've got long legs and I hate low chairs. Anyway, um, yeah. So I watched. I've never watched a lot of Queer Eye before. Uh, I did watch the the original version. Oh yeah, many many years ago. I remember that was on when I was in like year eleven and twelve. But um, just never really got into it. I don't know. I just like not a huge reality fan in any kind of reality form like mm-hmm. scripted but anyway so you're educated you're smarter you're better than all of us like look i didn't say it but you said it but like <laughs> run with it sure uh, no and so decided because just wanted some you know the last couple of weeks have been a bit rough and just wanted some feel good shit and i was like i know everyone's saying that this season of queer eye is like next level feel good shit mm. so i've been binging it and it fucking delivers <gasps> Fuck yes. Oh my god! If you just want to like, if you're feeling like, yeah, like everyone's choosing violence mm-hmm. and the Mercury's not even in retrograde, which is the thing that you said before. Yes, and I don't know what it means. But oh, it's just a reason to say everything isn't my fault. Something <laughs> I'm doing. That's what Mercury in retrograde is. Great. Uh, well, the last couple of weeks, Mercury Mercury has been in retrograde for me. Nothing's okay, it's my fault. <laughs> and um, yeah, and it was. It's just a beautiful beautiful show that really just makes you feel better about the world oh great i'm so glad because it's a big change up from when you were uh, recommended afterlife last week yes you're like i love to cry there is some good cry porn in queer eye for sure but it's happy crying it's not uh, watching a man grieve his dead wife crying Although there is some of that in there too because it is Queer Eye. So yeah. obviously there is going to be a man who's grieving a dead wife. Yes, somewhere. Um, and his episode was my favourite. Oh, my God. But anyway, so that's what I've been watching. What have you Fantastic. been watching this week? Okay, I took you up on your recommendation oh, yes? to watch The Puppet Master. Holy yeah? fuck. It's so good. So good. So great. Like insanity. Yeah. I truly, truly recommend it. And so Really well told in yeah. just a quick three-part series. You really get mm-hmm. all of the the information. Yeah, and there's a real-life Liam Neeson character in there. Yes! Oh, my God. The movie Taken was surely written about this man. About this gentleman. <laughs> because that, like, dad of the year. Oh, my God. And he's this, like, beautiful, like, stiff upper lip, like, wet Englishman, he talks like yeah. this, and he's like, Look, I've never had motion in my life. But yeah, then he's uh, fucking Liam Neeson from Take It. Yeah, he's like, I knew something was afoot. <gasps> yes, my daughter would never do that. And I was like, Oh my god, <laughs> come save me. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, cool. I'm so glad you liked it. Very, very good. Highly recommend. Great. Um, and also, the Tinder Swindler has come out, which I think is like a similar vibe. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. So was um, that on Netflix? On Netflix, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm keen to watch Ooh, it. I'm actually going to write that down yes. right now. Tinder Swindler, Swindler. For, for my viewing tonight, perhaps. Nice. Fab. The most amount of times we've said Swindler in <laughs> this podcast True. ever. <laughs> Let's change tune and go to nice people say nice things. Yeah, thank we God. haven't f- done this segment for a while because yeah. we've had so many guests mm. on, and and <laughs> this time, but. To, <laughs> It'd just be so awkward to be like, anyway, here's why I thought that's this right. really great. So, if, excuse me, Dave Anthony and uh, Jackie Cation, if you'll just let us read out some compliments for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, this one is um, 
something that we're both very excited about at this at this at this point in time. This is from David on Patreon. He has <laughs> David has been working for a while now on a website for us mm. that lists all of our uh, episodes and all of the ratings that we have given each movie that we've done. He's literally coded like a whole platform website. I don't understand half the words that come through, but it looks incredible. It looks amazing. <laughs> like Schmick Design also like very uh, our brand. Our brand, yeah, very like slim and like straight, you know, yeah, beautiful, very crisp. And you just basically, it's like a search engine. If you, yeah. you just search for episodes and for ratings and it's incredible. It's a like personalized letterbox just yeah. for us. <laughs> So it hasn't launched just yet because we're still, I mean, David's doing all of the work and I want to imply that we're lifting any fingers, but um, going, we're going to go through and like collate all of the data and stuff because there's a lot of episodes to get through and to find out our ratings. But yeah, this week's Nice People to Say Nice Things goes to David from Patreon. We love you. Yeah. On it, so flattered. So Thank flattered. You. And we can't so wait much. to eventually launch it for you guys to see it because it's fucking sick. Yeah. So thank you, David. Thank you, David. All right. Can you tell I'm <laughs> this, do you want to talk about other things? Oh, I just for hang about out. for I about fifty three minutes more. <laughs> talk about this goddamn movie. <laughs> I just Okay. <clears throat> so I didn't love it. Okay. I will say up top. Mm-hmm. There are parts of it I like though, and we'll get into that mm-hmm. in a second. But I also have seen this movie twice before. Oh, you've seen twice before now. Yeah, again, to impress boys. Of course. And yeah. again, it worked. It so, a mission accomplished. It. <laughs> what were your feelings going into um, this? I was just like kind of, I was a bit not looking forward to it because I was just quite bored by the first one. But yeah. looking forward to it in the way of, okay, how will they wrap this up? How will they make this all okay? Mm. Shall we jump in? Yes. All right. Let's get it. I've killed a hell of a lot of people to get to this point. I went on what the movie advertisements refer to as a roaring rampage of revenge. I roared and I rampaged and I got bloody satisfaction. You've got to start becoming afraid of her because she is coming. And when I arrive at my destination, I am gonna kill Bill. The bride is back for the final cut. Eh? <laughs> it's very funny. The bride unwaveringly continues on her roaring rampage of revenge against the band of assassins who had tried to kill her and her unborn child. She visits each of her former associates one by one, checking off the victims of her deathless five until there's nothing left to do but kill Bill. That's the title of the movie. Ah, They said it. They said it. (laughs) And tell you what, they do say it. Mm. They say it in the first scene. Yeah. Of this entire movie, which I think you can definitely tell has been filmed after the re- the realisation that they're going to have to make this into two separate films because they do this little prologue or basically like a recap. <laughs> like, they're like It's literally a recap. Yeah. Like in a TV show. Mm. Um, 
where she's in a car, she's driving. Clearly in a studio, by the way. Definite studio. Maybe they learnt from their mistakes about forcing her to drive on a real road when that's not necessary. Well, she probably couldn't drive because she injured herself. Because she's got fucking severe injuries from another MVA. Um, So... (laughs) So she's yeah she's doing this exposition to to camera, and I I get that it's like in his quirky vibe and stuff, but because of all the baggage and history around Quentin and especially these movies, I'm just like, ugh, I just hate it. It's yeah. just boring and dumb. And then she's like, so and then I needed to go and find all the people that tried to kill me and. What I'm going to do, what my main goal is, is to kill Bill. Jim, Jim, Jim. We know. Mm. That's the name of the – we know that's your goal. Yeah. Ma. So, Alexia, mm. if you could sum up part two. Oh, sorry. No, <laughs> so I, I my forgot rant. my line. I my prequel end. rant. Oh, my God, my recap rant. No, you were already on your way, Thank and you. then I forgot that I asked the question, so I doubled back to be like, uh-huh. I'm doing my job. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, look, mm. after this prequel that kind of tells us yes. exactly what's going to happen, yep. would you like to say what actually happens? I mean, it is exactly what we kind of predicted for after the first one. She finishes her kills, and then she goes and finds Bill, Turns out the kid has been raised by Bill. Mm. Uh, the kid is fully aware that she has a mum and the mum has been in a coma and that's kind of it. Yeah. Do, uh, I don't think there's any major plot points missing there. Uh, there was kind of like a, a a big like racist part of it because the first one we were like, ooh, yeah. the Oren issue thing, all very uncomfortable very and problematic. Icky. And they're like, Surely in the next one, mm-hmm. surely they can't do it. But then we meet the sensei, uh, who she trains with, and the whole thing is... I'm completely blanking on this. I'm so sorry. What is the sensei oh, bit? Sorry, the guy who teaches her the five-finger punch with the giant white ah! eyebrows, long I white moustache. I totally moustache. forgot about that entire How sequence. How could you forget? How could you forget? That's all I could think about. Like, as soon as that scene happened, I was like, I can't even think about anything else that's happening in this movie because this is so wildly racist, like comic book cartoonish. Yeah. All the awful Asian stereotypes. But from the 50s comic book. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So then, there. yes, there is this, like, yeah, similar very long backstory sequence montage or whatever about – how she, the bride, has gone to train and how she beca- ends up being such an incredible swordsman because she's trained with this sensei. Where to stop? Okay, that? let's start with some I was positive. about to say where to stop. <laughs> Al- Alec- Alexia? <laughs> it's a bit of... Uh, we are only 25 minutes in. We must push on. Okay, let me start with some the things I liked about this. Okay. And anything you liked about this, mm-hmm. you're allowed to speak on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. This again. Let's uh, say what we liked about it mm-hmm. first. Because I didn't hate the entire thing. Okay. It wasn't high fidelity levels. No, no, no. You're of right. anger. Yeah. Um, except for Jack Black in that, who is fantastic. <sighs> and whenever we say we hate five. Hero. An <laughs> absolute hero. Thank you. Whenever we say we hate high fidelity, we are never... Ever talking about Jack Black. That does not include Jack Black. Ever. Okay. 
So we, we hate it despite mm, Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really liked the cowboy at the start of this uh, who lives in the caravan and he oh. works as a bouncer yeah, yeah, yeah. for the okay. strip club. Yeah. Um, he had some of the most soft, beautiful eyes I have ever yeah. seen. He's been in other Tarantino movies, I'm sure. Okay. He was perfectly lit throughout all of this. He was, you're and right. even though he was like a seedy bouncer at a nightclub, mm. I was like, I think I would let you ruin my life for like three months. That's so nice. Yeah. Michael Madsen is his name. And I think he would love to ruin your life mm. for a few months. Yeah, we go on one day and then he would just intimately text me and I'd be like, is it on? Is it yeah. off? Mm. And he's like, I'm busy just sitting in my dirt pile. <laughs> caravan yeah like but michael i'm like so much younger and hotter than you right but why am i the one chasing you and then he like i don't know throws out a cigarette from his mouth and he's like he's like i don't know i don't chase and you're like (gasps) anyway (laughs) the first question on google is is michael madsen a nice guy Wait, Michael. So Madsen. he was the one. He was in um okay, Reservoir Dogs. And he's the one in Reservoir. He's also in Reservoir Dogs. Oh yeah, he's Mister Purple Green Yellow. I don't know, Mister Color. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's. I liked. Yeah. I think out of all of the little storylines, his was my favorite. Yeah. Especially when Patricia Arquette turns up, and it's the whole. Um, the fucking not not Patricia Arquette. I, I always get her mixed Darryl up. Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. I always get Patricia Arquette and Daryl Hannah mixed That's up. That's okay. This is the place to do it. Thank you. I was for a second. I was like Patricia Arquette. <laughs> but they do look very similar, and she's wearing they an do. eye patch and like yeah, so right. much makeup. So I mean, I'm not even mad at you. I mean, it could be fucking Dame Judi Dench. I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know exactly fuck. what you mean. <laughs> um. And when she turns up and does the whole black mamba thing, like has the the snake. Yeah. Well, actually, that was fucking cool. That was yeah. really cool. Yeah, their fight scene was really yeah. nice. And also, like, because, like, he had sympathy for her and then technically, like, he wasn't the one that buried her in the grave. It was, like, his friend who did yes. all of it. Yeah, true. I mean, did he call the shots? Yes. Yeah, I mean, would it have happened if he wasn't involved? No. Yeah. But I'm already making excuses. For your boyfriend, Michael Madsen. <laughs> Because it turns out he is a nice guy. That's what the internet yeah. says, that he is a nice guy. So he would. Great. He cool, would cool, do cool. that. <laughs> I forgot about the whole burial thing How too. How long did you watch this? Like four days ago. Oh, okay. I told you it's been a rough few weeks. <laughs> What's happened? Yeah. My brain is full. <laughs> um, so I like that. Yes. Okay. Yes. I Look, I, I think I liked it the same amount as the first movie mm-hmm. i didn't like it more i didn't like it less was there any parts of this that you like enjoyed that you were like oh, that's like at least pretty that's cinematic oh yeah like it, yeah i think it looks nice his movies always look nice yeah um yeah <laughs> i don't are you okay <laughs> do we have to like things no <laughs> no, no, no no this is the first okay. time we've ever done this I know. segment <laughs> I just felt about I a like, Tarantino film of all <laughs> <the> films. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Well, now that that's out of the way. Okay. Um. What was the thing you uh, most disliked about this? I didn't like Bill's character. 
No. We didn't meet him in the first one. And so we finally meet Bill and we mm. learn a lot about him. I don't like him. I don't see what all the fuss is about. Okay. Also, when they introduce him in the black and white scene, the mm-hmm. makeup department did him so dirty. Oh, yeah. They needed to moisturize him. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. They needed to put. You just can't like, tell how old this man is. Oh, in that first scene, I was like 105. <laughs> <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> you could see every like yeah. line between pores. Like mm. he was on death's door when she was like, "The baby's yours." I was like, <laughs> "How?" Okay, let's. He's talk about- surely just blowing out dust at this point. <laughs> you can't Do be you mean fertile. you adopted the baby to get that? Like, yeah. How? Spiritually, he's yours. His soul is going to die and carry over to the yeah. child. That's what she means. She means like reincarnation-wise. <laughs> <coughs> oh, my goodness. That got me. Um, yeah, and so, yeah. so we meet Bill and I have a theory. Mm-hmm. So, so Bill's kind of character is very like – Likes to hold court, likes mm-hmm. to explain things, mm-hmm. likes to talk at length, at very boring length about things like Superman and make it into like a... Oh, the Superman ran? Make it into like a metaphor and stuff. And there's just like four major times in the movies in the movie that he is just sitting there and Uma Thurman is just like adoringly hanging on to his every word. And it's often about like, yeah, these pop culture things... I reckon Quentin is Bill. I think Quentin Tarantino sees himself like how he's written Bill. Like I'm sitting around a fire, I'm playing some acoustic guitar and I'm telling you how the world works. I think that's Quentin. Oh, my God. And I think that's why I don't like Bill. Yeah. He's like, you don't know you. I know you. Exactly. And because he – yeah, like especially that Superman was like – these stories of Bill's just go for so fucking long. There's these big, they're really like weirdly paced. There's all these like moment, like pauses in between. And like, yeah, I just think that's how Quentin talks. And I think that's how Quentin sees himself as a yeah. guy who can hold court. Everyone listening to him is going to be like absolutely enraptured about what he's talking about. And whereas in actual fact, everyone's just like, will you just shut the fuck up? Yeah. Shut up. No one is listening, old man. Shut up. <laughs> That's so – like yeah. the last 30 minutes of this oh. was just several old men talking. Mm. <laughs> and this character is like, please just tell me where he is. Yeah. Tell me where he is. Tell me where my kid is. Tell me like so many things, please. Yeah, yeah. And, and she meets him finally and then she's like, please stop talking so I can fucking kill you. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And he's so like – I don't know if this is like the whole thing because he's the boss, but he's so that guy who just needs to be in control of everyone all the time. Mm. And it was annoying me how like when she turned up and she finally saw her kid that he just took over the reunion and everything. I mean, <laughs> obviously he's a psycho. Yeah. Like hitman conglomerate owner. But like – I don't know. It just she didn't she didn't have any authority or anything in that situation. Yeah. She just came in. She barely got to say a word to anyone, and she's expected to just watch this movie with her kid without even connecting with the kid first. I don't know. He was just I fucking hate him. I hate him. 
Yeah, and also because he's meant to be desirable. Apparently. Like, all these Women, ladies yeah. are just like, oh, my God, yeah. Bill. La, 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 la. Like, that's, ex- that's like words that was on the script. It's just like <laughs> he's the worst killer out of all of them. <laughs> he doesn't do any work. He completely he, delegates. He talks way too much. Yep. He kidnapped a child. And yeah. none of these women are like, I don't think you should do that. I don't know if like, that's a good, like an, an appealing trait. To yeah. Me. <laughs> like she literally was trying to protect this baby. And now you who have no experience raising a child. Mm. Honestly, there's a lot of things that point to you not understanding the boundaries of when someone is mm. a child and a woman. Ah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah that you say that because mm. that's another thing that really bothered me about Bill is that, okay, so in that in the wedding scene, they pretend that Bill is her dad. Oh. At the time, she is pregnant with his child. Like yeah. that just felt we- like weird. I don't know. It's like I don't, I don't like that they're pretending he's her dad when she's pregnant with his child. No, it's so disgusting. The majorest Ugh. ick of all time. Yeah. And also, okay, this is clearly how you know it's not written by a woman. One, that entire premise. Mm-hmm. Two, all of her friends are in the church. Yeah. Her new husband in the, is in the church. Mm. They are but mm, three metres away. <laughs> and the, everyone there knows that she's like, my family doesn't talk to me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's so tense between my family. That's why they're not coming to the wedding. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden her dad shows up. You think the friends aren't doing like side eyes? Yes. Dropping an ear, being like, "What are they fucking what are they saying? Talking what about? is going on? Why is this being? Why are they being so secretive and weirdly yeah. affectionate with each other?" Mm. And then they literally just like mac on. They do. It's so gross. Like Angelina Jolie and her brother style Ugh. of they're like, "See, it's not like we're. It's not making out like we're related." And we're like, "Sorry, any making out is not okay." Yeah, it's not okay. With a direct or slightly removed blood relative yeah. or any blood relative. Or if you're <laughs> pretending someone's a blood relative. Like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. And that's just another thing of like, I think if anyone else had written this movie, that might not have even clocked in my brain. But mm-hmm. because of the history and the baggage, I'm like, yuck, why is that part of it? And why is her last name Kiddo? Oh, the, him calling her Kiddo? Through the whole movie? That's what I was talking about. Hinting at him being yeah. like, Kiddo, to my sexual partner who I've had a child with. Yeah. But then, so yeah, so he calls her kiddo the whole movie, Mm. which was so gross. But then at the end we find out her actual last name is kiddo. Yeah. In a very weird aside scene where like just a complete, like just a scene unrelated to anything pops up Mm -hmm. out of nowhere in the middle of the movie. Yeah. Where there's a teacher doing roll call and then. Oh, that's right. Uma Thurman dressed up as As a a child. They're like Beatrix kiddo. And she's like, here. Why? And that was it, wasn't it? We didn't go back that was to it. that classroom. No reference or why they brought it up at all. I just think there's this weird thing about kids and like sexy children and stuff with Quentin. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, and then oh, just kiss the kiss, like when they kissed and he's got that old leathery mouth yes, and she's so, so beautiful and pure and soft and hydrated. <laughs> Stop kissing him on his old leathery mouth. Ugh. You know why I think that scene was thrown in? Because <laughs> literally they've gotten like three hours into this saga now. Mm. And um, <laughs> we're like, wow. Someone leaned in and was like, so sorry, Quentin. Um, we don't know her name. <laughs> and he's like, it's obviously 
Beatrix Kiddaro because I put it in the bottom of a shot once 45 minutes ago in blurry text on like a book (laughs) that she had. (laughs) It's not my fault you didn't fucking see it. Exactly what he would do. There's just like several meetings of being like, we have to give her a name. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to be a bitch, but we have to give her a name. It's weird. Like, this is thing that Hollywood insists upon that we name our female characters. I know you're not into it, Quint. It's gross. I don't think it's cool. No, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. To be honest, okay. If I had to find something that I did like about the f- this one, the scene. I think again, it's because everything has such baggage because it's Quentin. I actually really thought the scene of her breaking out of the coffin, buried alive situation, very cool. Oh, that the was great thing. Like the harking back to her training and how she can smash through wood. I thought that was really cool. I thought she did a really good job yeah. performance wise. But again, I just couldn't stop being like, but it's also like, fuck you, Quentin. Why do you have to bury a woman? Yeah. <laughs> Why does she have to separate the, the two anymore? Something about the bloody knuckles. Really? Yeah. I had to skip over it. Yeah. It was, I, it's like you could feel it. Mm. Right. I thought it was a good performance from her in that. Yeah, five points for being visceral, but five mm. points off for being icky and icky. hard to watch. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, she was, like, I would say, like, 30% more badass in this one. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird because they filmed it, like, obviously at the, all at the same time. But mm. it kind of feels like Uma's even a bit more older in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Like she feels more mature and scented and I don't know. Yeah. yeah. She's gotten to the rhythm of killing yeah. people. Of and killing she's like, Bill. Okay. After the first two, she's that's like, I'm true. onto it. Let's roll. That's, yeah. That's probably what. Yeah. I don't know if that was, impl- in, you know, meant to happen <laughs> from a direction or whatever perspective, but definitely, yeah, I got that vibe. Mm. Mm. Do you know, some, again, just something I'm finding still hard to understand is why Lucy Liu's backstory was so long yeah because again we don't there's no one in this movie whose backstory is that long Mm. like none yeah there's they kind of just like skim over everyone's backstories but for some reason lucy lose was really long i mean i have like a bit of a guess as to why (laughs) i mean i wasn't even implying that but Mm. i mean i'm sure that's what it is yeah because clearly like quinton this is the problem there is just men in the world who can't pretend like their dick doesn't rule their life. Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, they can't just put a screen up or an act. Like, it's just so obvious that every decision they make <laughs> is just guided by yeah. their dicks. Yep. And that's 100% one of them of why we spent so long. So we spent so long in her backstory. Mm. Like, over half an hour. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And then your mate... Michael Madsen just gets a quick little yeah. skim over that he's his Sports. bouncer and that's about it. Yeah. His bouncer. Done. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. No shots of his feet or anything. No. But we got we got it we did get a feet shot like in scene one. Yeah. In this like the wedding, she obviously gets married in sandals, of course. Yeah. Of course she has <laughs> dirty, dirty sandals. Dirty sandal feet. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, hmm. should we talk a bit more about the martial arts training? Okay, scene. yes, let's get into it. Um, wow. Whoa, whoa, we were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to quote another vaguely racist film. <laughs> <laughs> 
This was crazy. I mean, I've never gone to a mountain and been trained for years by a sensei, but mm. I, I have to. It appears that that's not super authentic. Mm. The this portrayal of it. Yeah, yeah. The like, just the costume alone of Pai Mei was so cartoonishly racist. Yeah. And held the whole, like, flicking his beard. Yes, yeah. And just, like, I, it felt like it was meant to be parody and meant to be comedy and quirky. Like, I think this these whole two films just so badly want to be quirky and funny and they, like, I think they come right up to the line but they never cross it. Yeah. So instead it's just confusing and vaguely racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I felt like that. I felt that through this, the whole sequence, like yeah. big time. Like, yeah, with the flicking, like he wants it to be weird and silly mm. but it's not, he's not going hard enough, he's not leaving, leaning in enough to it that it just, yeah, feels strange and uncomfortable more yeah. than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> And I didn't like as well how abusive he – I get, like, the whole – That's it, yeah. It's a trope, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I get, like, in, in kung fu movies, like we've just seen in Fist of, mm. Fist of Fury, it's like, yeah, your masters are, like, very hard on yeah, you and, like, strange. that's how you learn and stuff. But this was just, like, straight <laughs> up abusive. Yeah. And this is, like – I mean, this is not related to the racism at all, but I had a real problem that she was – Apparently expected to do all this training in denim pedal pushes. Yeah, she wears these like three quarter denim shorts. Oh, that like, was the whole movie. Such a weird costume change. Yeah, yeah. Because the whole movie, like this, could be in the seventies. True. Except yeah. for the fact they use a mobile phone like one time. True. Yeah. And then mm. all of a sudden, she's in the fucking just like denim shorts. Like I don't know, like a floral shirt or something. Yeah, like, like a Fiorucci tank top. <laughs> If you remember that brand from the 2000s. <laughs> like, get that girl some action wear. Like, she's going to be, like, jumping around and getting all bendy and stuff and they've put her in, like... Yeah, the chafe. Anyway, that's not necessarily related mm. to the racism. No, but it's, hey... Equally it's, as troubling. <laughs> we need to get this out of our system now. Uh, oh, actually, what I did notice is... um. I can see, well, now that we've done Fist of Fury, so listeners, the way that we have done the last few records is we actually did uh, Kill Bill 1 before watching Fist of Fury. Yes. So now that I have seen Fist of Fury and I have a lot more context around kung fu movies and their styles, I can see the influence of kung fu movies on Kill Bill and Kill Bill 2 because mainly just the crash zooms that we were talking about in Fist of Fury. They do that a lot in Kill Bill. Yeah. So I can, like, I do appreciate that, yeah, he is doing, like, an homage to Kung Fu. But, again, you shouldn't have, I don't know, you shouldn't have to know everything about all movies all the time to enjoy them. Appreciate it. Yeah. And just feel uncomfortable and be like, I don't (laughs) like this. And it feels weird when it's just like a white guy doing it who is known, who has done nothing but disrespect and fetishize well, Asian culture. Exactly. That's the, the baggage that comes along with, with him trying to do any of that. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, wow. Okay. Wait, I have one more thing that I really mm. liked about this. Okay. Yeah. Is cool. When Bill dies. Um, oh, that was very cool. When she finally cool. kills Bill. Yes, spoilers. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> she kills him. She follows through on the threat. 
<laughs> she's a woman of her word. She gets it done. Yeah. That was very cool. Mm. Yeah, and I'm glad, yeah, glad that he did. And Because as I believe that Quinton is Bill, I'm glad that he didn't somehow make Bill come back from the dead or be <laughs> bigger than life or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Paranormal. yeah. Paranormal. <laughs> um, yeah, you mean the five, what's it called? The five-finger five death punch? Five-finger, yeah. Something. Yeah. The five-point five death <laughs> I thought that was very cool. Yeah, that was. I was like, I'm very glad that he died at the end. Mm. Mm. No Kill Bill three. Yeah, thank God. Mm. Oh, another thing that I really hated was like the long story about the little girl killing the goldfish. He's mm. like, you'll be so proud. She murdered the goldfish. See, that's the whole, yeah, him like being that, he's just that guy mm. that he has to make everything a fucking metaphor. <laughs> yeah, and as well, like, let's talk about the kid more. Yeah. Yeah, because also that's she meets a sign. Kid. Cruelty to animals is a sign that your child is like a genuine psychopath. Not true. <laughs> like, that's like a major, major sign. Yeah. I mean, look at her parents. Yeah. If it's in any way genetic. Ugh. But being a murderer for hire is different to being a psychopath. I mean, is it? Actually, I don't know. I'm so lost in my own head. If you have any murderers for hires listening, hit yeah. us up. Are you a psychopath? Get on or in there. Are they mutually exclusive? <laughs> um, yeah, so, the, yeah, so the, the whole kid, I was really excited for her to meet her kid. I was like, mm. this is a new element to this story that's being brought in. It's not just revenge. We're not just going through and meeting all these characters and then eventually built. Like there's this whole other emotional element um when she finds out yeah that her kid's not dead and i thought what did you think of uma's performance when she first sees the kid okay i really liked it me too i was yeah i feel bad for kind of shitting on her so much in last week's episode because i think in this she i think she did a fucking great performance yeah it was devastating she Mm. was like ah just and the yeah yeah her and the little girl amazing yeah then bill in the background just being like Mummy, play dead. I was like, shut up. Uh, You're ruining it. That's exactly how he talks. Like, just talk like a normal person. Just have a conversation. What is this Grand High Wizard voice? That's it's a Grand High Wizard voice. Which I think I've said a couple times, actually, the term Grand High Wizard, and I think that's the head of the KKK. I've been... (laughs) I have been meaning it in like a fanciful. That's what I yeah. Like uh, you're right. It's sci-fi character. You're right. It's Grand High something. What is the name of the head of the KKK? I'm sorry, you have that on your search history now. Yeah, true. Oh no. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna have to go to. I'm gonna have to go deeper to find out, and I don't want to. Don't need to. Don't need to. That was just me checking. I could be totally wrong. <laughs> no, I think it, yeah, it does. It's the grand high something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his like. That's his whole vibe. Yeah, yeah, it's like I only speak in riddles and with weird pacing, and I'm always teaching a woman something. Yeah, actually, I believe it more if he was speaking spiritually. If mm. he was like, I'm speaking because I'm a spiritual person. I'm one with the earth. But then he goes into like he literally starts the sentence being like, so as you know, I like comic books. And that's when he starts his Superman metaphor. So I'm like, no, you're just a dude yeah. who wants to have little dude speeches. You're Quentin. Um, but, yeah, he – so she meets the kid and they kind of end up together. What did you think of the kid? I think she did great. I think she did good she too. She was very cute. She was adorable. She was a really cute kid. Even though she was a psycho. Yeah. 
I'm a bit of a little bitch. No, she was lovely. Stomp on goldfish. She's doing the best of what she had. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> oh, it was really hard to watch the the scene where the, we know that the car crash happened. Oh, yes. So, And, and it's so quick. Mm. The fuck did he need that shot for so desperately? Yeah. It's like a two-second shot. Which I didn't get because the front shot. So they film – this is the scene where uh, Uma Thurman really hurt herself mm. and – fucking Quentin had to apologise 15 years later. Mm. Like all good apologies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like a, I like a run-up to an apology. Mm. I really do, yeah. Because, like, from behind – so the scene where she gets hurt is shot from behind and she's, like, going through this bush and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But the front shot, clearly in a studio. So, yeah, so it's literally just the the behind shot. Yeah, so That's it didn't make needed. sense contextually. So you didn't need it anyway. I mean, ugh. I mean, there didn't need we to be weren't... a part two of this. No, that's true. <laughs> if only Quentin had put his dick away for Lucy Lou. Oh, this could have been over so much sooner. Oh my god, at least half an hour sooner. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I've got some questions for you. Yeah, what are they? Did this movie make you horny? This movie didn't make me horny. It maybe a little bit for Michael Madsen. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I get, I get that. <laughs> My, I got honey for Patricia Arquette. Um, <laughs> fuck, Daryl Hannah. Daryl, it's okay. It's in your system now. <laughs> Honestly, we're probably never going to have to talk about her again. That's true. Daryl. So I think Daryl's got a couple more movies. I, yeah. I think she's, yeah. she might have pivoted by now. <laughs> um, would you recommend this movie on a date? No. Mm. And if someone does recommend it, that's, I think, a big... Warning sign. Yeah. Um, I think maybe steer clear. I reckon. Of them. There's heaps better ones. Yeah. What uh, about you? Uh, no. Mm. Yeah. I I'd really I really was hoping to either prefer the first or the second, but I have just like the equal emotions. Yeah. To equal disdain. <laughs> equal amount of disdain <laughs> for both. Um, and ratings. Okay. How many... Five finger death punches out of five. Yes. Oh. Um, I give this. Wait. So, how many fingers out of the five finger death punch out of five do you give this? Well done. Well done. Um, I give it one finger, mm-hmm. but not not the middle finger. No. Grow up, everyone. Gotta the, the pinky. Oh, the mm-hmm. smallest. The smallest. I give it the pinky. Yeah. And what about you? Um, which is also a symbol for Lil Dick. Um, oh, perfect. <laughs> if you're in Australia, one of our most famous, the most success, get this. Okay, this is yeah. real facts. The most successful uh, government campaign to reduce speeding is an ad where everyone, there was a car that went past like really fast and then people would just like wave their little the finger little to be finger. like, you've got a little dick. And literally reduce the rates of speeding in Australia. <laughs> and like motor vehicle death count, like yeah. accidents and everything. Because, yeah. Because <laughs> men don't like to even see another man being implied that he has a little dick just on television. Yeah. Yeah. They're like literally just seeing a speeding sign and being like, oh, I don't have a little dick. Fine. Well, I'm slow down. God, they're really speaking to me. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I would give this. Two, mm-hmm. because like cinematically it was beautiful. Mm. Um, I do appreciate how colorful his movies are. Yeah, this really one do. was colorful. Uh, 
but yeah, three points off for all the things that I've mm-hmm. mentioned. One whole point goes to Michael Madsen. Um, yeah, you know, you know why it is. <laughs> You're a sexy man. Um, so I give him these two fingers. Naughty. Um, and if you want to know which ones those are, you can subscribe to the Patreon. Naughty. <laughs> See what I did on video. (laughs) (laughs) That was Kill Bill Volume 2. You guys, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please join us next week when we cast this far out of our minds. Yes. uh, And go and watch one of the scariest movies of all time with very special guest Laurie Kilmartin. We are watching The Exorcist. Yucky. So, yeah. Get on board for that. That's coming up next week. The video of that will also be on our Patreon for you to watch. If you want to, we have so much video content over on Patreon. Please head over patreon.com slash ladies guys to do cinema at $7 a month. And if you want to keep up with us and watch movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod. Like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. And if you want to give back or give us any feedback or anything like that mm. um give us a five-star review that's right only positive feedback <laughs> don't be giving us a two or a one or even a three absolutely not yuck yeah. uh and in your review you can leave us uh a recommendation for a movie a dude has forced you mm. to see and we'll review it for you mm. um you can also uh, rate us on spotify yes now. it's just a one click it's so easy yeah we are still on spotify uh even though a lot of our episodes are being pulled because we often say the n-word but yeah hey, uh, happens at to the this best stage of us. we're still live so <laughs> sorry it's something topical yeah why not <laughs> just throw it in there um, and also you can buy merch at dudecinemapod.com.au. Yeah. Um, great. Well. All right. Well, Alexia. Yes, my love. I'm so glad it's over. Mm-hmm. And in a sigh of relief, I say, Akumite to you. Akumite to you and yours. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We love Bye, you. Love you. Bye. Bye.